Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of R&D Podcast. Hello, Interweb. <laughs> Robert <laughs> and I are um, recording, What I wanted to say virtually, but that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> In the future. <laughs> like, I guess independently. Like, there okay, so I'm at my house, Robert's at his house. We have both just been so incredibly busy. Um I'm in my last semester of nursing school, and Robert has a new job, which you guys probably already know. But you're about to be a whole ass nurse, fam. I know. I honestly can't believe it. Like I am doing actual things. <laughs> have you like have you like shot somebody with some needles and shit? Yeah. Damn. All the time. <laughs> you haven't you haven't passed the fuck out. <laughs> 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 so I low-key feel like I'm past that phobia That's but good. um wow yeah I gave like how many injections yesterday I gave th- three injections yesterday yeah three um so like random people my patients <laughs> Yeah, that's that. Wow. I'm sure. like, yes and no. <laughs> <laughs> um, I actually kind of like the needle part. I think just because like everything else is kind of like boring, that that's the only like exhilarating part. Do you know what I mean? Do you, do you are you like, hey, I'm Brittany, you're a student nurse. I'm gonna shoot your ass with this needle. <laughs> I mean, Robert, I follow a nurse every all like the entire time. So like from start to finish. So mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Um, but enough about me. <laughs> How was your week? <laughs> um, it's been good. It's been good. It's just one of those things where uh, work's been work. <laughs> mm. It's just um, what I'm realizing that when you work so closely, like two people, obviously, like their like flaws start to come out. And I'm Ooh. just trying to like um navigate what that means while in the workplace. Do you want to elaborate on that or would that be a bad idea? No, I think it's, I mean, I think it's fine. It's just one of those things that like, um, uh, okay. So when I was going into Margaritaville, it was very much, I'm going in there um, and going in there to work. I'm trying to make my own money. I'm trying to like be out. And this job, it's like one of those things that you're working so close and like shoulder to shoulder to people that you're going to realize, you know, people's like flaws and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to approach the situation in a very adult way because it's one of those things where you don't want to like blow up and then it's just awkward you know and then it's just super awkward because you guys are working side by side and there's Mm -hmm. not really a time where you can like not be doing that so I'm trying to like I'm learning to like (laughs) it's just like bite your tongue yeah it's definitely it's definitely like a it's not that I'm biting my tongue I'm saying what I want but I'm obviously not saying it as like blunt and as forceful as I usually am yeah. And it's one of those things where, like, I still want to make sure that I'm getting my point across because I don't want it to be a situation where I have just been, like, building up all this resentment and then it turns into this big thing, you know? Yeah. And I honestly feel like that's just a part of growing up and, like, yeah. maturity period because mm-hmm. I had a similar situation with someone at work and I, like, caught her not like directly talking shit about me but I was like closing and she was like complaining to the manager that like I asked her to do extra side work when I knew like she should have done more side work you know what I mean and I walked in on it and I like old Brittany like Brittany I don't know two three years ago would have popped off on a bitch yeah. but I heard her and I just 
you know kept working whatever because like we were like the only people in the building you know so I was Mm -hmm. like I was like in my head I'm like well you know everyone complains about this girl not doing side work and they've complained to the manager about it so I'm like I hope that he just like understands that you know she's full of shit whatever and I still have the authority to tell you to do more side work and you still had to do it. So how about that? You know what I mean? <laughs> For um, me, I guess it's like a very similar situation. So one of my uh, coworkers, she, so when you're, when you're being at least an agent, you have, it's lots of multi multitasking. So I knew this going in, but now that I'm actually doing the job, you really realize how much multitasking is. So you need to be like answering the phone. You need to be taking people on tours. You need to be, giving people quote sheets for the apartments. You need to be walking the grounds, making sure that everything's clean. You need to be communicating with maintenance, making sure that work orders are getting done. Like there's a lot going on all all at the same time while you're also, you know, your main core focus, not core focus, but one of the things that bring in the most money is leasing. So obviously you need to be creating those leases. You need to be, you know, getting, booking those apartments, getting those, getting that commission or whatever. And um, recently we had like a little meeting and they were just saying how, um, we have a few people come back and give us complaints saying that we haven't been reaching out to them enough and giving them enough sufficient information so that they can follow through and get into the apartment. Like that's, that's, that's just long story short. So the girl who, you know, I'm, we've been kind of like having problems with has said that, Oh, well, there's just so much going on during the job. She's like, you know, I have to answer the phone. I have to answer emails. I have to do this. I have to do that. And she was just pretty much complaining about how much she had to do. And in the back of my head, back of my head, I'm sitting at my desk and I'm like, what the fuck? Because when I tell you this girl will not pick up the phone, if it's not somebody that she's like dealing with in terms of like her own personal lease, she's not picking up the phone. So the fact that she's like, because we're all, we're all in earshot of each other. And we, and we like all, when, when somebody calls the office, all, all, all three of our phones ring. No, I know, but how does she know? Like, okay, so you're saying she'll only answer the phone to like a client of hers, but how yeah. does she know it's her client? So she she'll answers? know it by their name or their by their oh. number because we have call ID. Oh, okay. I so just then, thought you guys would have a lot of people to remember then. Yeah. So I mean, she'll she'll just memorize whatever like who she's working with or whatever. And to be honest, whenever once you're like texting them and emailing them and going back and forth, it becomes very easy to know who it is yeah. that you're talking to because they're calling multiple times and you guys are reaching out and you're texting. So you become very, very, you know, uh, comfortable with knowing that person's number and their information. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's, the, that's the only time that she's answering the phone. And it's just so funny that she was using that as an, as an excuse. So I'm sitting here like, bitch, you don't answer the phone <laughs> no ways. And I'm brand new. I'm brand new. Yeah. And I'm sitting here like answering the phone and like, you know, doing all this stuff. And like, it's really funny that like you're using that as an excuse. And I wanted to like say that during the meeting, but at the same time, it's like one of those things where I didn't, I didn't want anybody to feel like I was like throwing them under the bus. But now mm-hmm. it's getting to the point where like as it's been weeks that I've been like working there now and she still, once again, does not answer the phone. And like, the, like you'd be surprised how many phone calls we get. I was I saying mean, we get, not. <laughs> yeah, we get like at least a hundred a day, at least yeah. like that's at the minimum. So the fact that like, there's just two of us, like, it's like, what are you, what are you even there for? You know? And it's, starting to like you know once again build that resentment and all that stuff and it's like you want to keep a good relationship with the people that you work with especially so closely and you don't want somebody to feel like you're like throwing them under the bus but like at the same time it's like you still have to do your job at the end of the day so yeah what i mean what i would suggest is to speak to her directly and just like in a non-confrontational manner 
you know, just to be like, you know, I could really use your support with answering the phones during the day because they go off a lot. And I know we all are really busy, but we should, you know, spread that responsibility evenly, even if it's not one of your clients yeah. calling. She's just one yeah. of those people. She's just one of those people that are like, take things very, very um, to heart, Personal. very, very like yeah. emotional and just like a, a, just a, an emotionally charged person. So it's like mm-hmm. you can come at it from like the most illogical way ever. And she'll still be like, oh, what the fuck? Like, like, you know, like, I can't even, I can't believe, like, you know, like, and I'm like, dude, yeah. I'm just trying to, like, I know it's going to get to the point where I'm going to get to the point where I'm like, okay, well, this is stupid. Uh, we need to have a meeting on, like, how this is going. I just haven't gotten to that point yet. But you don't want to let, you know, you don't want to leave it until it gets to that point to yeah. where you're so frustrated and your anger and annoyance is built up to the point where, like, you're just having an outburst. You know, I would definitely you know, have a conversation about it before. It's crazy because like she will have multiple like emotional outbursts. Everybody's just like fine with it. You know, like today she like got upset and was like salty about whatever. And literally everybody's like, oh, like asking her like, what's wrong? What's wrong? What's wrong? And it's like, dude, like the fact that she's like able to have these like multiple outbursts in this like professional environment and she's like not reprimanded, not like anything. (laughs) It's just like, everybody's like, oh, what's wrong? What's wrong? I'm like, Y'all, so like, like they're feeding into yeah, it yeah exactly. you know they're in, they're enabling like bad behavior yeah, exactly <laughs> but i'm like this is none of my business i mean who knows I, i've already i've already said too much but guess what i don't give a shit <laughs> um sorry you just broke up a little bit sorry if, if you guys could hear that a positive that i have is that yesterday i did my final clinical for nursing five Yay! is that when you were shooting everybody up yeah. So I did my final clinical for nursing five. And so that means all I have now is practicum and then I'm done, but I'm realizing so that I'm not done. Cause then everyone keeps saying I have to get my BSN and I'm like, God damn it, bitch. Like I really want to be done. <laughs> damn. So like, guess why, like, why do, why do people keep saying that? Is that like a thing that like, you're going to have to do anything? I mean, they like highly encourage it. And then like certain units won't even like accept you. Like if you don't have it, it's basically just another nine months and it teaches you like more leadership skills and you can do it online. So it's not as bad, but I just like, honestly, I'm so tired of this shit. So I'm going to like, see how I feel after, <laughs> you know, whatever, but know, that's just, right. I just yeah. feel really good to be, you know, so close to the end. So right mm-hmm. now I'm like, you know, nearing the middle of the semester and our last semester split up into like the last two semesters. So five and six. And so like, um five six in pharmacology so i'm in nursing five in pharmacology right now and then once i finish that which is like in i don't know three weeks two weeks three weeks yeah i think three then i'll be done with that and then nursing six is just like my practicum so that'll be like is the practicum like your final checkoff like when you're going into that room and hey my name is Brittany. blah 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 you're like taking care of like the dummy but they talk back so we're supposed to have a simulation, but they got rid of that because of COVID, which I'm super happy about. Damn. But practicum is where I'm like partnered with a nurse and then I have to coordinate with her in order for me to come for seven of her shifts. So I have to complete um, seven of her shifts and then like there's you're completely doing it on your own. Um, and then like every time you come in, you're supposed to like take on more and more patients so like your first day of practicum you'll take on one patient but you'll have all of the responsibilities like she won't tell you anything so you'll have to take care of them like you know 
start to finish. And then like the mm-hmm. next day, you're supposed to add on another patient and then another one and then another one if there is one. Um, and then by the time you're of it, like the end of it, you're doing everything for the patient. For all your patients. Yeah. Which it's like, I don't even, I mean, it's like a little bit stressful, but also I'm like, whatever. I, it's not, it's not rocket science. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah. You like walk in, you're like, are you dying? Okay. <laughs> I'm like, hey guys, are you ready to be taken care of? Great. <laughs> um, but yeah, and I don't want to like pass up the opportunity to talk about the fact that Florida is open the fuck back <laughs> oh my god i forgot i have a i, I kind of have like a short little story did you even tell stories this week <laughs> I know, right? i'm like uh my, so raf one of my friends who once again listens to the podcast we actually gave him a shout out not too long ago he had one of his friends in town and uh recently me and Brittany and one of my other friends have were uh downtown and it was fine. You know, like there was, it wasn't busy. It wasn't a whole bunch of people. Everything was still spaced well, out. Well, we weren't downtown. We were near oh. downtown, but we were not Okay. Downtown. Well, I was, I was, I was downtown visiting him too. But either way, I had, I had experience with downtown during this whole COVID time. Like things were spaced out. They weren't allowing like certain amount of people to come in, all that good shit. So my friend had somebody come into town and he was like, Hey, you want to come downtown and just have a, a, a few drinks or whatever? I'm like, okay, cool. So I went there early. So I was there at like, maybe six or seven and we were like drinking drinking you know it kind of went into night and i'm just starting to see like more and more people out. and i'm like what the fuck is going on and then once it hits like 10 30 11 literally everywhere is open nobody's wearing like it was it was to the point that i felt awkward wearing my mask because nobody was wearing their mask bitches walking around downtown with their shoes off people throwing Ooh. up in trash cans People dancing on top of you, on each other. People like regular out, downtown. Like regular ass downtown. Where and I were was you? Shocked. I was, um, uh, we were at the, so when we, while we were drinking during the day, we were like at the Lake Eola side. So Lake Eola, Eola wine, world of beer, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then as it got a little bit later, that's when we started like going to the office. And... Oh my gosh, bitch. I did not know you went downtown, downtown. Yes. But it was, I only, the only reason why I went is because I've been down there before and it wasn't like a thing. But I also didn't know that our fucking stupid ass governor opened up Florida 100%, and literally everybody and their mom was gonna be down there. I was shocked. My mouth was on the floor. Yeah. And so, you know, okay, okay, so I didn't realize this, and maybe I don't know if that's good or bad, whatever, but restaurants were only supposed to be open to 50% capacity before that. And I was like, what? Because we have not been operating at 50%. I would say it's at, it was at a solid, like, I don't even, 90%, 80%, 90%. That's why someone asked me that. A table asked me, is this supposed to be 50%? And I was like, is it 50%? I was like, I thought it was like 75 that was like, you know, allowed. And yeah, and now we're open 100%. And I know all of the restrictions are taken off, which I'm curious. Like, okay, so does that mean we don't have to wear masks anymore? Like, technically, Um, uh... like, with, like, you know, mandatory, how it was mandatory before for Orange County? Yeah, I, I mean, I, I can tell you right now that I guess not, because not wow. only not only were like was everybody not wearing like masks. Like I said, like it was I was um out and I was having a drink at the bar because once I realized that that was going on, I was trying my best to like take like take my space away from everybody. This drunk ass white girl comes up to me, starts like messing with my sleeve and she's like, oh, my God, like, you know, I think you're so cute. I'm like, yo, back up. 
get off me. What are you doing right now? You don't have an ass one. Like, like people are just back to normal. I think that like everybody has just been so cooped up in the house, which is not an excuse, you know, like, okay, whatever. But the fact that like a while in people making out no shoes, like I said, just fucking oh my absolutely wilding. So yeah, I am just and then, like I said, I was the only one in my like it was me and the bartenders because all all bartenders had their mask on, mm-hmm. but everybody else nothing, nothing was on. I mean, the yeah. only thing that they were doing to check and see if you had it is that they were doing that uh, temperature check before. Yeah, and I guess the argument that they'll make is that like how am I supposed to drink my drink with a mask on, which is like okay, fine, um, but they shouldn't have people so close in proximity, you know. Um, I'm really I'm wondering if. So my job has scheduled a meeting for this Saturday. And I'm like, are you guys going to tell us we don't have to wear masks? I'm definitely wearing my mask. mask (laughs) And it's like, I think it's so funny how all of this is happening at the beginning of flu season. Like, okay, so not a great idea. And also, like, obviously, this is just because the election is coming up. And, you know, they're trying to make it seem like Trump is actually doing something and all that stuff. Did you also know that he changed his residency to Florida? No, I didn't know that. Yeah, Trump changed his permanent residency to Florida. So before Florida was like a like a swing state, meaning that like it might go red, it might go blue. Yeah. Uh, ever since he changed his residency, his residency, it turns it turned into a red state. No, but we've been red for the past. Like, yeah, I know. You know, I felt that way too. Yeah. Past few past few elections, so I I yeah. didn't even consider this shit a swing state anymore. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, so we're all going to die. So I just want to like let you guys know that, you know, whenever I die, make sure I look real cute in my casket. Make sure <laughs> my makeup is done. And <laughs> make sure. This is exactly why everybody's like, oh, it's always Florida. It's always, I can guarantee you, yeah. nowhere else is freaking open. My friends just left yeah. to go on a bachelor party in Boston. And he said that it was the strictest place ever. That if you are outside, you have a mask on. Meanwhile, Florida's like, we open, open. I'm like, wow. Open, okay. open. <laughs> I'm, I, and I'm just like, you know what? Let it happen. Because I, I cannot deal with just like trying to tell people what to do and all that shit. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to do what's best for me, which is like not going and doing that shit and mm-hmm. wearing a mask. Right? That is. <clears throat> okay. So <laughs> now that we gotten past that. <laughs> so today we are gonna talk about travel stories why is this what's this like stupid ass voice i keep doing honestly it's fucking annoying sorry guys <laughs> since nobody's traveling fucking nowhere we can all just reminisce about the times when we were able to travel <laughs> I know. robert and i both travel a lot and before um covid and nursing school and all that we were traveling like every other month so we have a lot of stories and honestly i miss that shit and to be honest like i might go to la but i don't know i mean i'm like is that a bad idea is it a good idea who knows i mean you live in florida so i guess it don't matter at this point i know i'm like it's probably like less dangerous for me to travel to la than it is to go to Publix, right (laughs) because i'm like (laughs) florida's on some other shit yeah i guess i guess what i'll start with is probably like are are my own personal travel tips so from all the traveling that i've like done i'll give some just like tips and some pointers on like how to have the best time when you're traveling and how to have the best experience so (laughs) i guess that the first thing is like deciding who it is that you want to travel with (laughs) (laughs) 
this is just a uh, this is this so will make important. or break your trip <laughs> yeah for sure it's just it's so important because that person you don't realize is like the that's your lifeline while you guys are wherever it is that you are so say you guys don't have like a great relationship you know in the city that you're in now to me i would never travel with somebody that i don't have you know 100 trust in not only because like you know we're going to another state we're gonna have to like depend on each other but like if i don't trust you then number one why are you my friend and number two i don't trust you to split the bill or to pay your half of the fees or to even book your ticket on time and to make sure that you know we are getting onto the right flight like things like that are so important because I, i've had so many experiences where people are like oh yeah, I want to travel. I'm going to do this with you. I'm going to book it, blah, 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 blah. Comes down to the last minute and what happens? They don't have the money. (laughs) They can't book it. They're canceling their part. And then say you were the one who planned and you were the one who set money aside and you were the one that booked your shit. If you booked your shit and they didn't, you you could potentially be forced to go by yourself or be put in a really bad, shitty situation. So it's like, yeah. you need to make sure that that person that you are with is not only 100% down, but that you trust that they, that they're going to fulfill their part because it's it means everything. I mean, for me, it even goes way deeper than just finances because when you are traveling with someone and having to coordinate things, like, <clears throat> you are probably going to get into a small argument, if yeah, not a big argument, sure. at some yeah. point. And you need to make sure that you guys are able to, like, drop it after and like move on and not ruin your trip and not have them like do some like fuck shit on you when you're like in another state in another country and then all of a sudden like they won't pick up their phone or something like that like Mm -hmm. you know petty stuff and so it goes it's like so much more of like we need to make sure that we are on the same page with like money with like our values, honestly, <laughs> our beliefs, everything. You're like, you're like, we're dating now. <laughs> I'm like, we're not going to get caught up in a weird situation where I'm like, wow, I don't want to be here with you yeah. right now. And that's, that's, that's one of the worst experiences that you can have. I mean, mm-hmm. being in another place and then fighting the per- with the person that you're with and you not <laughs> wanting to be there is like, it's literally, like, what do you do? Yeah, it's literally one of the because like the only person that you that you can talk to is the person that you're with, and you don't want to talk to them. So yeah, it's like what happens now? And then it's not, unless you like go out and like meet people and like do whatever. But I mean, like I, I'm I just feel super susceptible to kidnapping. To be honest, <laughs> Loki, you're like hella small and hella tiny, and I'm like. Mm. Yeah, so I'm not going anywhere by myself. <laughs> I feel like I will get snatched up, bitch. So, yeah, that's not happening. Um, any more tips, Robert, before we get to our stories? Um, uh, pack light. I'm just kidding. Don't pack light. But don't overpack. <laughs> groups. So if you're traveling in um, groups of people, number one, I would say I would, I would not recommend it. I would say that. Make sure you know everyone prior. Don't meet anyone on a trip. Um, and that's that's weird because I have done that. I have to I have met people in a group. And to be honest, it was a great time. It's just that it's one of those things where it can become very, very draining because Bitch, wait, hold on. Do you not remember Amsterdam? Oh yeah. No, I'm not I'm not talking about Amsterdam though. I was actually talking about North North. <laughs> no, Carolina. I know that. I'm yeah. asking if you remember that because that was like prime example of why we do not invite people oh, that we yeah. don't know. <laughs> what? <laughs> Dead. Yeah, that's funny. We'll 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 get to that story. <laughs> But yeah, um, 
it can be very, very draining with too many people, too many people on a, on a trip. I know it mm-hmm. sounds like a great idea at first because you're like, oh, like, you know, there's so many of us going. I'm always going to have somebody mm-hmm. to talk to. Mm-hmm. We're going to have a good time <laughs> everywhere. We're going to be the party, blah, blah, blah. But when it comes down to it, when you have 10 different minds like going on a trip they all want to do different things so yes and people want to go to bed late people bed early people want to wake yeah. like um like sorry did i say wake up late <laughs> you know what i'm saying <laughs> but like I've, their times are always thrown off some people want to go take a nap some people like yeah. you know want to go back to the hotel like and you try to coordinate everything so that everyone is getting to do what they want but there's always mm-hmm. going to be someone who's not happy with the plan <laughs> always and always, you're gonna be always, waiting always. for people like for, like in the morning you're gonna be waiting for people for so long it's so yeah and then you so just annoying. you feel you feel obligated you know to to like do what somebody else wants to do because they also pay for the trip but it's like okay well you want to do that and i have no interest in doing that at all mm-hmm. but it's like you you go ahead and you do it and then at the then you like spend money doing something you don't want to do you spend time doing something you don't want to do and it's like it's like why all, did i even all, do this <laughs> Yeah, it could have all been avoided if it was just smaller groups. So, I mean, I would also recommend that, you know, maybe you can break into smaller groups when you're in a group, but it's just, it's a lot. It really is a lot. But that's what I'm talking about when I say that, like, whoever I travel with has to have, like, the same, like, like, uh, common interest as me and stuff like that. Like, because then we'll want to do the same things, you know, or similar things. And, like, I won't Mm -hmm. be, like, dreadfully bored doing whatever you want to do for the day. You know what I mean? Yeah. All right, mm-hmm. but let's get started with the stories. Do you want to go first the or you stories. want me to go first? Um, you can go first. So, <laughs> sorry. Um, I want to start. So I wrote a few down and just reading, like reading them to myself in my head. They're so funny. Like seeing them on paper. So I want to start off with a story of when I got high as fuck in Seattle. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So anyone who knows me in real life knows that I do not smoke weed. I have nothing against weed. I think that, um, you know, it's good for people. It helps with anxiety, helps with like insomnia, you know, helps people's appetite with pain, all of that stuff. Do you, but I, I don't like my body chemistry or something doesn't work well with it. I've had, you know, I've been high like a lot. (laughs) that sounds bad not a lot you're like i hate smoking but i'm a stoner (laughs) (laughs) like i've been high enough times to know that it's not for me right Mm -hmm. so i've had like good experiences to where like i haven't felt sick or anything like that but it's nothing that would keep me coming back do you know what i mean like it's a Mm -hmm. it's a it's a downer and i'm like not into that kind of thing um and, like, there have been times where I've gotten high and, like, vomited, like, hard. And so it's not for me. It just doesn't work for me. <laughs> and I hate when I tell people that. And they're like, oh, but try- you got to try the right weed. You know, that's what everyone fucking says. I'm like, I've tried enough. Okay. <laughs> so when I went to Seattle with a group of friends, it was me and my sister and three of our other friends and (laughs) you know recreational marijuana is legal over there so we were like okay let's go to a dispensary and get some like weed even though like none of us really smoke like that I don't know what we thought (laughs) so we like get these gummies and obviously they're edibles and the one that we got was like a hybrid so it was like 
uh, cross between like an India indica and a sativa. So it's like gets you hyped up, but also like chills you out. You know, it's like right in the middle. And so I was like, okay, that sounds good. And then it's like our last, it's like one of our last nights there. And we're like, bro, we have not like touched these gummies at all. And so we're about, we're going to go to the um, Space Needle, which is like what Seattle is known for, you know, like it's the biggest like landmark. And so (laughs) we're like, okay, well, let's have some of the gummies. So me and Jose, one of my friends, Jose, that went, um, we, I think we were the only ones who took it. So he, you're supposed to only... Uh, so I guess you take how much you, you know, you can stand or whatever. But my sister told me to only take half. She was like, just take half to see how you feel. Because she's like, it's probably strong because, you know, we're in Seattle. And she's like, you never smoke. And Jose, like, goes ahead and eats two. And I'm like, oh, yeah. shit. And I think it was recommended to eat one. But my sister told me to eat half. And I was like, fuck it. I was like, I'm just going to eat it. So we're, like, at – there's, like, a, the ch- Chiluli – I think it's that's how you pronounce it but it was like this glass um glass art uh, exhibit so we're like walking through that and then like I eat one there and then I honestly completely forgot about it and then we went to the space needle because you know it takes a while to get into your system we went to the space needle and we're just like walking around whatever and like Jose's quiet as fuck (laughs) I'm like like, oh my god are you okay and he's just like he's like I'm fine you know just quiet and I'm like we're all you know it's kind of it's dark outside at this point so we're trying to like stand by the edge of the because you know you go outside of it and it's like 300 feet in the air so we're like standing on the side of it like trying to take pictures and whatever we're like Jose come take a picture with us and he's like no 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 no, I'm good I'm good (laughs) so we like go inside and we're like gonna go in the elevator and I start to feel weird (laughs) and I'm like I'm like oh my gosh I I feel kind of weird and I'm just kind of like giggling a lot and my sister's like I think that you're starting to feel it and I was like oh my god I totally forgot that I ate it mind you I took this on an empty stomach (laughs) and of course I'm like bad decisions love it um I took it on an empty stomach and then like Jose like finally tells us he's like I'm high as fuck (laughs) 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 like the reason he couldn't stand by the edge was because he was so high it was like freaking him out and like he could you know when you're like are in that are in that mindset you just like cannot you can't function you're just trying not to like die literally he's super hot and so like i'm like oh my god i'm feeling it too and i get kind of nervous because i'm like oh god like i've had really bad experiences but i was like you know it's gonna be fine we're gonna have fun and so we like go um (laughs) we like go down the elevator and it's super cold outside well not super cold outside it's probably like mm, 50 something degrees outside so it's like pretty cold but i (laughs) cannot feel my fucking face at this point (laughs) and I'm like, <laughs> I was like oh my god I'm getting so high we like get down there and I couldn't feel the air you're I like I can't feel my <laughs> like I we were walking and I started it started to hit me and I was like laughing so much and I was in my head I was like okay well this is probably as bad as it's gonna get like this is like fine whatever no bitch <laughs> we're just starting so i cannot feel the air i can't tell if it's cold i I can't tell how cold it is i just know that it's cold and i'm like okay whatever we start to like decide on restaurants and i'm getting so fucking high at this point i'm i'm barely functioning like i (laughs) i'm just like following the group but also kind of getting lost i'm like (laughs) i'm like please please." (laughs) we finally get to this restaurant and we go inside 
and we're sitting at the table and then like we we like go to the like me and my sister like go to the restroom and like I'm coming out of the rest the restroom and I completely forgot where our table is (laughs) I was like I'm lost and then I see them and I'm like oh my gosh I sit down and I'm like looking at the menu and I when I get really high I don't know if anyone knows what I'm talking about but like I feel like everything is moving in slow motion Mm -hmm. like I and like sometimes I'll feel like okay so I'll I'll either feel like I'm moving in slow motion or I'll feel like everything around me is moving like super fast do you know what I mean? So like yeah. if I'm not directly focused on, focused on something, it's moving incredibly fast. Like someone pressed like the like forward button on like a DVD or something like that. And mm-hmm. I just look at my sister and I whisper to her, I'm getting too high. And she looks at me like with these big eyes and she's like, oh, my God, because she knows <laughs> she, she's had like bad experiences, too. And she's like, it's OK, just relax. And I'm like trying to read the fucking menu and I like cannot. And the girls like ask me questions. I can't even tell you what the inside of that fucking restaurant looked like. And I was, and then I <laughs> and I'm like looking at the menu and I'm like, oh, God, I'm going to projectile vomit. <laughs> I felt it in my throat. You know, when you feel like, like I wasn't nauseous, I was going to throw up 100% going to throw up. So I was like, I can't speak. If I speak, I'm going to throw up. So I literally had to keep my mouth closed. And so we like, we don't, we didn't like the the menu at the restaurant. So we like ended up just like leaving and we um, go to this other restaurant. And of course this restaurant is set up in the weirdest fucking way. The like host stand in front of the restaurant looks like, this super super small black room but then when you go through a door it opens up into this like huge asian like sushi restaurant and that shit freaked me out so fucking bad we got to the to the restaurant and i ordered something off of the menu just to have something to order and like i knew that i looked high as fuck because like the the like waitress came up to me and like I had like my eyes closed and I know I had this really weird look on my face but if I didn't have this weird look on my face I was gonna projectile vomit and (laughs) yeah and like I it it made me so insanely sick and like I just sat there with my eyes closed the entire dinner didn't eat anything we went back to the house and I finally stopped feeling um stopped feeling high and I had a stomach ache the entire next day because like weed does not for some reason it really messes with my like body and like I I had like stomach ache the entire next day and like when I say stomach ache I mean more than just pain okay you're like I'm shitting myself (laughs) (laughs) that was like way more interesting in my head sorry (laughs) um I guess I have like a high story just to like piggyback off of that one um I my experience with like weed and stuff is that I don't mind like smoking I mean I'm not somebody who's gonna like go and like buy it like I'm not somebody who's like oh I need a drug dealer and drug dealer is to give me like weed and like I don't know how to roll it don't know how to do any of that fucking shit but I mean if it's there I'll smoke it so We were in Amsterdam, and of course, in Amsterdam, what do you do? You go to coffee shops, you smoke weed, you eat edibles, all that, all that good <laughs> shit. So I have this thing where, like, I want to know <laughs> what my boundary is. I want to know how far I can push whatever it is. I, I've done it with alcohol. That's that story that happened on my birthday night when I blacked out. I, <laughs> that, was on, that was on purpose. And I did the same thing with weed. It was just in Amsterdam this time. So... 
I'm in Amsterdam. We're at like these vibey ass coffee shops. We're all like smoking throughout the day. Except have- for me. I was like standing there looking crazy because I was like, I'm <laughs> not smoking. You guys- I was like, I'm going to ruin everyone's day. If I <laughs> yeah, she was just she was just standing there getting contact high. Because I mean, there is no there's no way you can't do it. If you're in the coffee shop, everybody's smoking weed. You know, it's, it's definitely like a chill ass vibe. So we buy um, these brownies from the coffee shop. And I'm like, oh yeah, I want to try it, like an edible. Yeah, because you've like, never had an edible it. at that point, right? Um, no, I've had it before, but I've oh. never had like a professional edible. You know, yeah. like one that was like made, like you know, by somebody. Like they who, measured it and stuff. Exactly, like that. who knew mm-hmm. what the fuck they were doing? So mm-hmm. uh, when I I remember when we were getting the brownie, that the lady was like, hey, only eat like a quarter of this. I'm serious. This is like strong stuff. You definitely need to like be careful. Blah blah blah. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> That's literally what was going through my head. <laughs> so um, I get the edible or whatever, and we're like going back to the room. I think that we like probably stopped at a few bars and had some drinks and shit. But um, the next day, we end up staying in the hotel. So for me, I'm like, okay, we're staying in the hotel. Perfect. I can see how far I can push this boundary because we're staying in the hotel. So we're not going anywhere. Because one thing that about me is I don't like to be high and out. I don't like to like, like, I don't mind being like, you know, high, you know, just that middle, but like, I, there's no way I'm pushing a boundary and then going out and need, needing to like function. So I took yes. like us sitting <laughs> in the hotel as, oh yeah, Robert, like it's go time. Let's fucking try it. So I'm like, all right, perfect. We're in the hotel room. And I told and... his ass not to, I was like, don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> I, re- I remember before I ate it that I was like kind of hungry. And nine times out of ten, when you eat an uh, a freaking edible, it tastes like weed. Like you know, it, it, the, the taste of it usually isn't that great. So mm-hmm. I wasn't I wasn't expecting to like like it, and I was like kind of hungry or whatever. So I like ate some, and I was like, "Ooh, this shit is good." <laughs> it was the first time that I was like, you know, it was like, I think it was like a chocolate white fudge. Like it was a good it was a good ass brownie. Like you could tell that the, that the people who did it not only know how to like put the weed in it, but they also knew how to cook. So mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, shit. So I was, like, eating some, eating some. And then I wasn't even, like, thinking about, like, trying to push the boundary. But then I was just, I, I just looked up one time and I realized that I had eaten more than half. So I'm like, How okay. much did you eat? I think I ate, like, all of it, but, like, a quarter. <laughs> oh, my God, Robert. So I remember that I remember eating it and being like, oh, it tastes good. It tastes good. And then I uh, I just remember us just laying in the bed, watching TV. I think back at this time, that fucking, um... Lindsay Lohan. Um, <laughs> well, we just remember when she had like that resort, and we were we kept watching that shit on TV. Oh, okay. So all that was on TV was like this hor- these horrible like American reality shows. Because I guess that's like what they fucking watch in Europe. Who knows? But yeah, it was like just like this show that kept replaying the same episodes every night. Yeah. So we were like watching the whole entire season because they were playing literally all of it. But they were like saying like curse words and shit. I was like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, and we're Alicia- like. We're- it Go was ahead. me, Robert, and Alicia, our other friend in the room. And Alicia also ate some of the edible, but like she knew not to eat all of it. And she was totally <laughs> fine. So I remember one point, I'm like, I want to finish the story since I'm involved. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like laying in the fucking bed and I'm like, <laughs> what is going on? I just, I, I've never felt like this before in my whole entire life. So I'm, so I'm laying in the bed. And I'm not watching the show anymore because I'm trying to focus on not freaking the fuck out. Because <laughs> at this point, I'm like laying in the bed and it felt like 
I was sinking into the bed and the bed's oh, edges were coming that. and the bed's edges were coming up. I like, hate that. So feeling. I felt like so I felt like I felt like the bed was like suffocating me, like surrounding me. So <laughs> oh that God. was happening. And then I also remember that like I had to focus on each breath because I felt like I was gonna stop breathing. Yes. Okay. So this is what I'm talking about when I tell people I feel like I'm sinking. Like I feel like I'm so heavy. I'm sinking into everything. So I yeah. can't close my eyes because then I feel like I'm falling. And then I feel like I'm not getting enough oxygen. I try to tell people this and they're like, what? <laughs> like, I don't feel good. <laughs> no, like, I dead ass thought that I was like, you know, going to stop breathing if I didn't like focus on it. And then the <laughs> other thing was that like, I felt every little intricate muscle in my body like I felt like the vein that goes from like my lungs to my heart like you know like weird yeah. weird weird ass shit so I was just I was literally You're like hyper aware yeah super aware and mm-hmm. I was just going through it and I, I I remember thinking to myself I should probably go to the hospital like oh, <laughs> you thought that yeah I was like I should I should I should go to the hospital this is like oh this is something that I've like, ne- I've like never experienced before so the whole time I time, I'm know. dead I'm dead ass quiet. Brittany and Alicia are like, Robert. Yes, okay, well, wait, I want to finish it. Okay, so from an outside perspective, right? Robert eats the fucking, almost the whole thing. I'm like, I'm, I, I was like, I was told you not to fucking do it. But I was like, you know what? I am super, my body's very sensitive to stuff. So I was like, you know, maybe he's gonna, he's probably gonna have fun. Cause like Robert's a big guy. Like usually things take, it's like a lot, a lot to penetrate him. Like whatever. <laughs> um, and then like, so we're all laying in bed where it's like, just like laying on his side just we were all talking and then all of a sudden Robert was like quiet and so I was like Robert how are you like how are you feeling like what's up and you're like I feel and then you're completely silent (laughs) and I was like are you okay (laughs) I never finished your sentence I'm like oh my god he's fucked up yeah I was like I and I I remember trying to answer and then, like, I think I was, like, trying to, like, finish what I was saying. But I was, I realized I had stopped breathing. I'm, I'm going to die because I can't talk. <laughs> I can't talk and breathe at the same at the same goddamn time. So that was definitely, for sure, 1,000% the highest I've ever been. So now I know where that boundary is. Yay, I can cross that one off the list. <laughs> it's so funny that you do that yeah. because, like, I feel like I know my boundary with everything because I've, like, I'm so small that it doesn't take that much to reach that point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, don't know, I don't know what's wrong with me. I've definitely like, I I didn't realize I was doing it until I started doing it, and now I'm like, oh no, I'm definitely doing it. But I definitely yeah. want to like make sure I don't like take it to like the extreme. You know, like it's one of those things where once I figure it out, I'm like, okay, like I get it. <laughs> Next thing you know, you're like addicted to something, and you're like, I know, Shit. right? I'm like on heroin. Yikes. Um, I think the next story I want to tell is um when okay so I went to Costa Rica with a group of my girlfriends for I sound like so white girl a group of my girlfriends (laughs) um (laughs) we went to Costa Rica for a bachelorette party wait what were we in Puerto Rico no I'm sorry we went to Puerto Rico not for a bachelorette party just for fun sorry getting my stories mixed up we went to Puerto Rico and we, like, had rented this, like, super cool indoor-outdoor house. So it was, like, one of those houses where, like, if you opened up the doors, it, like, con- it, like, con- not converted, but it was, like, um, the inside flowed to the outside. And it was, like, super beautiful right on the beach. Um, so two stories in this one is that 
we were like sitting out there for the first night like chilling listening to the waves talking whatever and I can kind of feel like stuff biting me but I was like oh okay it's it's not a big deal whatever and then like the next day I realized that my entire back is covered in welts these like massive welts that I'm, I'm guessing that I'm allergic to whatever, like whatever kind of bug, like mosquito, um, is it sandflies, whatever? I don't know. Like noceums, I think they're called. Yeah, noceums. Freaking allergic as shit to them. My whole back is covered in welts. And like I was struggling. And then every single day that we were there, I got I was being eaten alive at every single point to where I couldn't even enjoy myself. And by the end of the trip, my entire body head to toe was covered in mosquito bites and I couldn't find fucking Benadryl anywhere in any of the stores that we went to. And so I was like obviously allergic to it. And so by the end of the trip, I had probably, I think I counted 75 mosquito bites, 75. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, on that same trip, which I'm like, dude, I'm not a huge fan of Puerto Rico for this trip. <laughs> like, bitch, I, we were getting fucked up by nature. Um, in, in, in their outdoor house, we had like two, we had two girls staying up upstairs in like the master bedroom or whatever. And they, we like, we're all sleeping. And then we hear screaming, like screaming at the top of, uh, of their lungs. And we're like, what the heck? So we like go to them <laughs> We thinking that someone's fucking murdering them. There's like apparently this like flying cockroach that we can't find. Like they every time they're alone, there's this big ass flying cockroach just flying around the room, <laughs> like doing whatever. And like every time we go up there to like try to help them with it, there's no fucking cockroach. And we're like, okay. And so like all night, all you heard was like them screaming. And like every time we would go and look no Frederico. Frederico is what we named the fucking cockroach <laughs> because it was like haunt it was like freaking haunting them and we ended up having to like book a new hotel because of that because there was like too yeah. many bugs. Yeah. Yeah, that's fucking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'll go ahead and I'll tell the story about me being the most frightened I've ever been in my whole entire life. <laughs> really? <laughs> Yeah, uh, this is definitely the the most uh, afraid I've ever been because I'm not like a I'm not an afraid person. It takes a lot. Like I love scary movies, love scary shit. Yeah, it takes a lot to like freak that. you out. Yeah, so um, it was when me and my friend Alicia we were in New York, and it was uh, we were there for St. Patty's Day weekend. So you know the whole entire weekend we're drinking, which a is good like time. her birthday, uh, right? Yeah, so like her birthday weekend. Yeah, so the uh, uh, New York for St. Patty's Day is usually pretty lit. Lots of green beer, lots of Irish pubs, lots of Irish bars. I would definitely like recommend checking it out if you guys haven't been. I think that's a it's definitely a really good time because I've got that was like my second time going. So um, you know, we're drinking, we're having good we're having a good time and shit. Background on just me as a as a as a person, Robert is terrible with directions. Oh I cannot my find my yes. damn paper bag. It's just it's, it really is bad. It really is terrible. It's I so annoying. To be honest, <laughs> I'm pretty sure I got it from like my mom because my mom is also just really terrible with directions. It's, it's it's just weird. It's like a talent on how terrible I fucking am mm-hmm. at directions. So it, me and Alicia, I came back from a night of drinking and shit, and we're in the Uber. So I had I had paid for the Uber, and um, I had got the uber to drop me off and then i had paid for it to take alicia back to her place too 
because we were in uh, separate places because my friend Alicia is, she's a girl and she's weird. She like She's a girl and she's weird. <laughs> she gets like uncomfortable with like taking shits and stuff. So she don't want nobody in the room. And she's, she's very particular. Yeah. Yeah. She's very, she's very particular on like the way that she like, you know, lives her lifestyle, whatever. It doesn't matter. <laughs> so, um, our hotels are really like close together, but not really close. I would say maybe like three to three or four blocks away from each other. Mm-hmm. So, um, I we're 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 driving in the Uber or whatever, and we pass one of the, a place that I thought was my hotel. The reason why I thought this is because it had the same name as the, as the, as the hotel that I was at. So with me being in my drunken haze, I'm like, hey, wait, 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 that's my hotel. The fucking Uber driver listens to me, stops the car. I hop out and he speeds off. Alicia's in the car and she's like, hey, that's not his hotel. The Uber driver's like, okay, I don't care. Alicia's like, he paid for this Uber. You need to go back and get him back. We're not, we're like nowhere near his, like the hotel. And he's like, oh, I don't care. So I'm like, I fucking get out the car. And once I, once I get out, I immediately realize I don't know where the fuck I am. I don't know where. Wait, why did you even get out? I got out because the hotel name was the same as my hotel name. Wait, so it did just she, wasn't my hotel. But did she tell the Uber that it wasn't your hotel after you got out? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I was already out and he just, he wasn't stopping. He was like, I'm going no matter what. <laughs> New York people. So he, yeah. He literally just kept on driving. So um, I immediately, once I got out of the car, I was like, oh shit, I fucked up. I am not where I'm, where I'm supposed to be. So I go into that hotel and like, mind you, I'm wasted. So I'm like, hey, la, la, you know, I'm trying to find where my hotel is. Blah, blah, blah. And he tries to give me directions. And once again, let's go back to what I said before. Terrible fucking directions. So the whole entire time he's like, give me the, the directions. I'm like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. In my head, I'm like, I'm not going to remember this shit. Because he's like, take a left on this road. A right on this road. Then you have to like go like down a couple blocks, do another turn. Da, da, da. It was it was like you know enough directions to the point where I couldn't fucking remember what he was saying. So <laughs> I like, walk can out you of the write ho- it down. <laughs> <laughs> I I say yes because I'm a fucking guy and guys are like yeah I got it you know directions yeah I got it. So I'm like yeah yeah I got it. Say yes. Walk out of the hotel. I pull up the place on my phone. I start I start like walking there into a route. My phone. Once, like, when I called the Uber, my phone was on 5%. Mm-hmm. So I'm walking, walking, walking. My phone dies. <laughs> <laughs> so now I am in New York on a street that I don't know. It's, like, fucking literally maybe, like, 4 o'clock in the morning. So everything is pitch black. Like, for some reason, there wasn't that many, like, streetlights or nothing like that. And I remember at one point just sitting down and be like, I don't know what the fuck. I don't even know what I'm going to do. Wasn't there like a lot of people still? No. There was nobody. There was absolutely nobody. So I was literally, I I sat down and I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do. This is really bad. This is probably the worst thing, the worst position that I could be in. And to be honest, I can't even tell you what happened after that. I I got back to my hotel, but I don't know how. I don't know. What do you mean? Like, I don't know if I just stumbled upon it and I just like figured it out. But I can I can tell you that I I remember sitting down and thinking, okay, I need to figure this out because I don't want to, you know, get fucking frostbite because it was there was snow everywhere. It was freezing. Like it was really, really, really dangerous. It was definitely a dangerous situation. And like I said, I don't remember 
how I got home. So, so do you think you got more drunk after? Like you just started, like the alcohol started to be like metabolized, and you're getting more fucked up. Yeah, maybe oh because my like God. my friend with me and my friend Alicia, we take lots of like shots and shit like that. So I'm, I mean, I I can just thank God that I was that I somehow got home because I definitely, yeah, you definitely, I definitely don't died. know how. I don't, I don't, I don't know what happened to get me back there, but something happened. I must have had like a, some kind of guardian angel or some shit because I can tell you right now that I had no idea where I was going. It was pitch black. It was There was nobody there to help. So somehow I, I wandered my way into it. But dudes, yeah, definitely the scariest like, point. Yeah, that's a common story that I feel like I hear is that people get drunk when it's like snowing outside and then end up like, you know, end up dying because whatever happened, either they got lost or they yeah. just decided to like, you know, when you're drunk, you just fall asleep and then mm-hmm. they get like, they sleep overnight outside and they end up yeah. dying. Damn, For sure. that's crazy. I didn't realize, I know I've heard that story a few times, but I don't know if I remember that it was snowing. Yeah, that was the most scared that I've been in my whole entire life because I already know I'm bad at, 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 at direction. So to realize that's something that you're bad at and you're in a position where you need to be good at that to get out of it, I was like, oh, I'm fucked. I'm fucked. Yeah. Yikes. Um... So I have like another story about me getting eaten alive. So I was getting eaten alive by spiders in LA. <laughs> yeah. I know. I'm pretty sure it was spiders. So I was staying at <laughs> I'm about to out his ass. <laughs> <laughs> I was staying at Latif's apartment and it's like this older apartment in LA and he has the a room that like is right directly adjacent to a big tree and in LA I guess it's like super common not to have like central AC so a lot like a lot of the times we were just sitting with his door I'm sorry his window open because like cool outside so it was like you know whatever that's just the way he had it and then (laughs) I was there for a week and I remember like getting bit in his house but I couldn't figure out what was biting me. Like there, it wasn't like, okay, I got bit and I hear the mosquito buzzing around and, and whatever. And so I'm like, okay, that's super weird. And he wasn't getting bit and his roommate wasn't getting bit. So I'm like, of course, this always fucking happens to me where I'm getting eaten alive live and no one else is. And every time we would like take a nap, I would wake up with new bites. And when I say bites, I mean like big, big bites. Like they were like, huge red circles and you're like i'm spider woman they were all over me and i was like what is going on and latif and i were sleeping in the same bed so i'm like why are you not getting bit and i'm getting bit so i was like oh my god do you fucking have bed bugs and he's like (laughs) he's like no i don't think so because like i mean he would be getting bit too and i know the the pattern of bed bugs is like they bite in clusters. So it'll be like a cluster of bites, not like one in random spots on my body, whatever. And I just thought it was like so weird. And then like as the trip progressed, I was getting bit more and more and more to where I didn't even know what to fucking do because I would be sitting, I would be sitting there not doing anything and I would end up with a new bite on me. And I couldn't, I wouldn't feel when something bit me. I felt nothing crawling on me. There was nothing flying around. And so I was just like, oh my God, I feel like I'm going crazy. And like, I ended up getting this one that was like this on my hand and it like made half of my hand swell up. And I was like, what the fuck? And um, I was like covered head to toe by the end of the trip. And when I got home, 
Latif was like, hey, I think I found out what was biting you. <laughs> like, oh, what is it? And he's like, I found a spider in my bed. And I'm like, excuse me? <laughs> so for a week straight, for whatever reason, a spider was biting me. I don't even know what kind of spider it was biting me and not biting Latif. And I was like, I'm literally never, ever sleeping over at your house again. <laughs> Fucking your shit up. And now you're like, a little, I'm coming to LA, baby. I'll be there soon. <laughs> so the reason why I'm okay going to LA again is because he doesn't live in that apartment anymore. <laughs> There's no more tree. He has AC in his room. <laughs> okay. Do you have another story? Um, I don't think so. I don't have, I think I have any of that's like, interesting enough to do like a long like you know a drawn out story type of thing yeah all right i did write down when i went four wheeling through the jungle in costa rica just because like that was such a positive experience for me um it was our last day in costa rica and we weren't sure what to do because it was like raining and so like we didn't want to go to the beach Mm -hmm. and we're like oh why don't we like go four wheeling in the jungle and like we ended up finding a place really close by that would allow us to do that and it was the most magical fucking experience ever. Like, just imagine the rainforest. Like, being in the rainforest and you're on a four-wheeler and, like, you could actually fuck yourself up. Do you know what I mean? Because, like, it's yeah. muddy and you're going through, like, crazy terrain and it's raining. And then when we got to um, the end of, like, the trail, um, we they walked us up to this waterfall so it was still raining and we're like actually in the rainforest at this point it's raining on us and we walk up to this waterfall that like made this like massive pool and it was like super super deep and so we just like sat there and like hung out for a little bit and like I just thought it was like so crazy that like we had these opportunities you know to where we can literally go to different countries and like go in the rainforest and like experience like fully what nature is like you know yeah for sure i would say that my best travel experience would be probably the cruise that i went on my first cruise that i've ever been on as a kid as a kid we were on a carnival cruise and it was one of the bigger ships um i just i, I thought that cruises were kind of lame i thought it was for like old people uh incorrect just the fact that like there's like buffets and like comedy shows and like basketball and dodgeball there's just so much things to do on the cruise ship so that was dope and then just being able to like go to sleep and then wake up and you're somewhere else mm-hmm. also fucking dope mm-hmm. um but the biggest thing that like i would say would be like life-changing would probably be the excursion so during that cruise I, we just did so many excursions so we did like your your normal like you know swim with the dolphins but this swim with the dolphins was amazing just because it wasn't like we weren't going to like uh, a water park or like a water, like uh, what's that aquarium type shit? No, these dolphins were in the ocean. So we were in the ocean with the dolphins. So I guess that these dolphins were so well trained that like- They're so they used to them, humans. Yeah, they're like, they allowed them to like go and do their thing during night and stuff. And then during the day, they would just come back voluntarily. Mm-hmm. So that was a super dope experience. Another excursion that we ended up doing was horseback riding. But this horseback riding was something like I've never done before. Just like you were saying, uh, it was throughout a rainforest. So that was super mm-hmm. dope. And then it was along the beach. And I was like, oh, this is nice. Like, you know, like literally out of a movie, riding a freaking horse on the beach. But then the horses went in the goddamn ocean. And we were in the ocean with the horses. Yeah. Like, they were, they were, they were like standing up. Because horses are pretty tall. So they were able to stand up. But my feet and shit like that 
completely submerged under the water. So just riding yeah. a horse through the ocean, freaking amazing. And then to probably top it all off, my favorite thing I did during that cruise would be uh, parasailing. So we did parasailing and Grand came in and I 1000% recommend this to whoever. If Even if you're like afraid of heights, just an experience that I think that everyone should have because just being that far up above the ocean and seeing things that, like seeing how far the ocean like reaches and how blue the water was. The blue was the water was so mm-hmm. blue that I could like see the shadows of the things that were in the water. Mm-hmm. So it was just like, dude, this is some yeah. like once in a lifetime type shit. And it's like these excursions, they have different ones in every single place that you stop, but a lot of people don't end up doing it because they spend all their money on the cruise. They don't have any any money to go on the excursion. So if you're going on a, on a cruise, please save up so that you have money to do the excursions because if you're not you're really missing out because to me that was the whole that was the best part of the cruise the cruise was great mm-hmm. but the excursions were life-changing yeah when i went to costa rica we did the whole um right rob right, sorry horseback riding on the ocean and i did not like it and none of us yeah. did because like what we were thinking about even before this was like you don't know how they're treating those animals mm-hmm. like i try not to do anything at, like just here you know at home um like in florida or abroad that involves animals because you don't know how they're treating them yeah. and i don't want to support people that aren't treating their animals well um so we were like really weary about it but um we found this these guys that had like horses or whatever and they told us that we take they would take us like um around the beach and up the mountains and stuff like with the horses and like when like my horse would not run and i was like okay and then we were going up the side of the mountain and um and my horse started to like slip and i was like this horse is exhausted i was like this is not okay and all of us started to feel like the horses were like not being treated well because we all felt like they were really tired and like they were pushing them a little bit too hard and so like we like made them take us back down we didn't even finish the thing and we were like we're not going any further until you guys give them water oh, yeah. and they were like trying to deny give them wa- giving them water and i was like i'm not doing this i got off and i was like i'm done yeah. and so like with stuff like that i just don't like it because especially in places that aren't the u.s they're probably not treating their animals right. And I don't want to support businesses like yeah. that. So I don't do anything yeah. that involves animals. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, um, but that's what that the- sucks that you had like that crappy ass experience. The ones that the people that I was at, they like were um, kept in like a, like a, like a field, like an acre type of thing. And then the mm-hmm. ones that like wanted to come and like go on the, the horseback ride or whatever, they were the ones that came up to them. So I guess like the ones that like had already yeah. gone on rides and stuff like that, if they didn't come up to them to go on the ride, then that would then like they weren't gonna force them to, you know. So I thought I, I thought yeah. that was cool. Yeah, I just like yeah it, that I would feel better with, but just in general, I just like you know because people always go, when they go to Asian stuff like we'll get on elephants yeah. and stuff like that and like those animals are being like medicated mm-hmm. and stuff to calm down, and I just don't like it, and and I don't feel like it's like. I don't feel like as a person, as a human being, I even need to be in that animal's like environment. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, why am I forcing this animal to like have me, me ride on yeah. his back? Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, I just like that. I do not like that shit at all. I mean, it looks cool for a picture, but like, I, it's a picture. Like, mm. I'm good. <laughs> you know what I I'm saying? It. Yeah. But, anyways, 
that is our travel story episode guys thank you so much for tuning in if you guys have made it to the end of the episode go on to apple podcast give us a five-star rating and a review and tell your friends about it yeah for sure for sure um we definitely have still been receiving uh tips cues things like that to make our our episodes better um we want you guys to know that we still want you guys to submit ideas or submit things that you would like to hear us talk about because we haven't had that from you guys in a while um that will make the whole entire process you know a lot easier for me and Brittany. and it will also uh make sure that you're getting the, the you know the best content and making sure that we are you know addressing topics that you want to hear for sure um if you guys want to reach out to us check us out on instagram um, it's at the official underscore RNB. You can check out our website. It's rnbpodcast.com. And my Instagram is the RVTT. And mine is going to be Rob Bates, R O B B A T E S S. Thank you, guys. We'll see you next Thanks, week. Thanks, y'all. Bye. Bye.